Hi podcasters, Kevin Altman here with Alt Monster Fishing. Today in this episode we're going to talk about some keys to tournament success. I have five here we're going to go through in, in depth. Number one, uh, study. Study, 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 study. This has been my key to any kind of success, uh, especially last year had kind of a tough season. I'm talking studying everything. Paper maps. Paper maps are really overlooked in my opinion today because of the mapping software and the electronics. But there are some really, really good paper maps available from the hot maps to old style paper maps, especially if you're going to a lake that you've never been to before. You can search Amazon, you can search eBay, um, different websites, and you can actually find some of the older paper maps, some of these bodies of water. Uh, Google Earth. Google Earth is your friend. Oh my gosh, Google Earth is amazing, especially if you're willing to pay for the uh, premium where you get some of the more updated maps, uh, updated satellite images. But Google Earth can give you a really, really, especially on uh, a desktop computer or a laptop with a bigger screen, you can really see how a lake is laid out. Um, try to get a uh, as current of a map as you can. Sometimes you can update the area, but typically your images are a year or two old, sometimes a little bit older. But uh, in your highland reservoirs, your your general layout's not going to change. But sometimes, especially if the, the satellite image was taken in, in the winter time during drawdown periods, you can really see how a lot of the banks and the creeks lay out. You can see areas that maybe you thought when the water was high was a, a deeper bank you can see in the winter drawdown that it really isn't and then maybe the channel swings to the other side and you didn't realize that. Uh, this is one that's difficult for a lot of us in general, myself included, because we love to fish in general. It's difficult for us to just go to a lake and never get out from behind the steering wheel. Uh, this is becoming more and more important today with if you live in an area where you can make your own brush piles and set them or set your own you know, cover offshore, um, you know, make sure you mark that, make sure it's still there. There are guys that move that stuff around on a pretty regular basis. They think maybe it's theirs and they move that stuff around if they see somebody fishing an area where they made a brush pile at. But go just drive around, uh, follow your mapping software, follow your contour lines, look at Look at what's going on around you at that time before your tournament. Look at the watercolor, the temperature. Uh, if the lake is high you know, on Highland Reservoirs, where I live at is what I'm gonna talk about a lot because we have power plant lakes and so they draw water to produce electricity or if the water's coming high, they're, they're constantly you know, letting the lake up and down. And during the winter time, there's drawdown, a great time to take a video camera with you, your GoPro or an older older style video camera and videotape areas that you like to fish or you plan to fish in the spring when the water comes back up, you're gonna be able to see how the rock transitions. You're gonna be able to see, you know, when the water comes up, if there's a lot of rain and current, where that trash is gonna be caught when it's brought down, when it's brought down river towards the main channels and, and things like that. Just be willing to go put hours, plural, be willing to to go to different areas. Pull your boat in and out of the water and go look at different parts of the lake. And probably the last uh, and one of the, the, the most overlooked things, I think, is studying past results. 
um, from at least going back the previous year um, to you know maybe two maybe three years and trying to establish a pattern you know looking at what you know especially if the tournaments are consistently the same time of year looking at you know what the what was the weather like then what was the water color like then what was the water level like then and if it's a national circuit a lot of times they interview those guys and they tell you those guys go in pretty depth after a tournament especially if they're not going to come back talking about what lures they used and what part of the lake they were on things they were targeting you can read those results and if they fit the conditions that you're going to be there that might be something especially if you're lost that you can you know at least try out and practice um, number two this is something that really gets in a lot of guys heads and that is the doc talk you know i i learned from some guys that these these a lot of these local uh, fishermen you know that fish a lot of regional tournaments they they'd lie to their best friend they'd lie to their mom about where they were catching fish if their mom was was fishing against them you know so really really be careful about that dock talk really be careful about you know looking at when you're walking down the dock uh, where you look you can see in some of the guys boats if they have rods out I I personally have laid some of the most obnoxious lures out on my deck and tied some on temporarily just to try to mess with guys if they're if i catch guys you know really trying to peek in my boat uh sometimes i really don't care because everybody's kind of doing the same the same thing or i get laughed at sometimes because i'm doing something completely opposite than everyone else but you know try try to listen if you especially if it's if it's older guys that fish the lake and they don't really care about you know if people know what they're doing because they're going to do their thing and they're going to do it no matter what but just kind of listen to what's going on uh, but but try to try to let try to avoid letting that really influence you so just that doc talk try, try to avoid that doc talk especially if you have a plan and you have something in mind that you want to do don't don't let that doc talk get in your head and don't overfish number three don't overfish your areas but over practice them there's a difference everybody don't outfish your areas don't overfish them if you <laughs> I, I love hearing guys and i i kind of laugh now because i've done it myself where you you go to an area you catch a solid 20 pound bag and practice you go back to that area and you catch one or two fish or maybe even no fish or they start to bite funny and it's because you overfished your area in practice don't if you catch if you catch a few small fish and then you catch a really good fish in an area mark that area and get out of there leave 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 don't you don't want to catch five and four five six pound fish in, in, in an area during during practice you don't you don't want to overfish that area but what you do want to do is you want to take you want to take survey of everything around you where you started to catch those fish at, what you were doing, how the water depth, how the water, you know, what covers around you, what types of docks are around you, how far off the bank those docks sit, does the creek channel swing up against those docks if you're, I fish a lot of docks, so I'm gonna use that as, as my reference here. But don't continue to fish that area. You know, you, you need to catch a few fish. I'm not telling you to shake off every fish, every bite you get. You need to set the hook a few times, but don't just go, fishing a jerk bait or a crankbait around catching every single fish you possibly can in an area you've just you've possibly blown that area out for you for your tournament um, be be willing during practice i've mentioned this once be willing to pull your boat out and go put in at multiple ramps look at multiple areas of the lake look at areas of the lake where 
you don't think maybe a lot of guys are going to be willing to travel where where I fish at a lot of times is Lake of the Ozarks in central Missouri and there's a hundred miles of main river channel from from dam to dam plus several several river creek river arms smaller river arms that come off that are you know eight to ten fifteen miles long each so there's a lot of real estate there and be, be willing to go to different boat ramps you may be surprised you may go to an area of the lake you've never been before and you may find you may find that magical area that you didn't even know existed happened to my dad and i uh six or seven years ago we we never been to a part of lake of the ozarks before we we had a guy tell us you know we really needed to focus on there we went there and practice uh caught a few good fish had a few other really good fish rise to a topwater bait a week later tournament conditions it was substantially colder but the water temperature was similar and by uh, we had a six fish uh, limit in that tournament and by nine o'clock in the morning we had 26 pounds in six fish and it, it was one of the most incredible tournament mornings i've ever had in my life it was it was amazing um, so be, be, be willing to, to go everywhere you possibly can go, be willing to travel, be, be willing to make those long runs and practice to figure out, you know, to figure out what's going to be best for your tournament day. Uh, number four here, you have to be willing to change your plan, but not your goal. Obviously your goal is to do as, as well as possible, but you have to be during competition day. If what you've found in practice, isn't producing the, the quality of fish that that you think you're going to need to be up there near the top. You, you have to be willing uh, to adapt and overcome. You have to be willing to, um, to, change, to change your plan or modify your plan. Maybe you need to go a little deeper. Maybe you need to go shallower. Maybe you need to get off the docks and go to, the, go to a bluff, more of a cleaner bank that's just cover and, and rock. Um, and when you catch, especially this time of the year, you, we're in the wintertime here in the Midwest in that early spring. If you catch more than one fish over, you know, two and three quarter, three pounds plus, if you catch more than one of those fish in an area, come back. You know, if you, if you leave that area, make sure you come back with time to spare before weigh-in. And or don't leave that area. Go back, slow down come through with another lure that's going to cover a different part of the water column or what I've recently learned is wherever you originally caught those fish at back off the bank even farther back off two boat three boat lengths even farther and go back through that same lure or better yet go back through with a shaky head or a finesse jig or a finesse swim bait something that's going to be a, a, a a more finesse style or a, a diff, completely different package altogether that they've never seen. And, and last, but certainly not least, maybe should be number one on my list here is believe. Believe, believe, believe. Believe every time you enter a tournament. I don't care if it's five boats, care if it's 500 boats. It doesn't matter who's in the tournament. It doesn't matter if you're fishing against Kevin Van Dam, Edwin Evers, Mike Iaconelli, Brian Thrift, Jeremy Lawyer, Scott Martin, uh, Marcus Sakura, those of you that are listening in, in Missouri, some local, you know, it doesn't matter. Believe, believe, believe you're going to win. Believe you're on the fish that's going to win. I watched, I, I, I do a lot of, of studying. I do a lot of watching YouTube videos, and I watched uh, a really cool five-minute video where these guys, everybody, they were talking about Kevin Van Dam, and he said it was one of the most profound things that I have heard in my entire life pertaining to life pertaining to sports pertaining to anything and I'm really trying to to hammer this into my 
into my kids as they start to play really competitive sports is that every time you do something in competition, believe you're going to win. Have that mentality that you're, that you're going to come in there and you're going to crush them and you're going to win. I don't believe at all that sets you up for failure, but I tell you what sets you up for failure is that if you show up to a competition, especially in a tournament where you don't think that you are going to win, why even show up? You've already beaten yourself. You've already lost. You have to believe. This fishing is so mental. So many guys get into, man, I'm fishing against some of the best local guys, you know, ever. And some of them fish professionally, and I'm just a local guy. What is, you know, who who am I to show up here and, and try to and try to win this? Man, that's you've already lost. You might as well just either not launch your boat or put it back on the trailer and go home. You have to believe you have to have the confidence you you have to develop some mental toughness and mental fortitude our the weather changes sometimes this, this time of year it changes drastically it can change throughout the day you can have a really nice morning and be really windy cloudy and possibly dangerous conditions by the end of the tournament day you have to believe that you've got the tools and the mental toughness and confidence that you could possibly that you can win you're going to win and even if you don't win which a lot of the times you're not I, I don't think that that having the belief that you can win I don't think that gives you a false sense of hope I think they're two different things if you you have that confidence and that swag about you that's going to carry you on tough days and you give you even more confidence when when you're on fish you know you have to still live in a reality that there's a lot of really good fishermen locally, regionally, nationally, and internationally that there's some really good fishermen, but everyone has their day. You know, not everybody's going to go out there and catch them every single day that there's a tournament, but, you know, everybody has their time. And if you talk to some of the most successful tournament anglers, they all talk about confidence. They all talk about strengths. They all talk about having the belief that you can win no matter what. I hope this helps you. Check out my first episode where I talk about keys to uh, you know obtaining some sponsorships and, and getting into some getting into tournament fishing. I hope this helps uh, you if you're struggling with you know maybe some tournament success. Uh, God bless and hope to see you on the water.